It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 261 of Locked On Raptors for late Wednesday, January 17th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley, uh, joined in the bowels of the Air Canada Center by our pal Dan Reynolds. How's it going, man? Yeah, it's going all right, but uh, yeah, this is definitely the bowels. Yeah, it's uh, it's deep within, it's the deep in the innards, uh, if you will. Um, before we get into anything, please remember to subscribe to the show on iTunes. Please leave a rating, leave a review. It's the easiest way to help with the show, show that you care, all that good stuff. Uh, please check out the Lockdown Podcast Network. Lots of great stuff going on in the network. If there's a team you're interested in, find the corresponding show. Uh, if you are a uh, Jacksonville Jaguars fan, there's NFL shows as well. Make sure you're checking out Lockdown Jaguars ahead of the big uh, game in which they're going to kick the asses of the Patriots on, su- on Sunday. Um, a lot of NFL talk on this thing. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's crossover synergy. You know, oh, okay. um, so yeah, make sure you do that uh, with Locked On Jags. And if you find a show you like, just leave a rating, leave a review, subscribe to it, do that with us. Uh, it's the easiest way to help out the show. Uh, also, before we get into talking about the Raptors' win over the Pistons, I gotta tell you about our sponsor for today, and that, of course, is Draft. Fantasy basketball fans, listen up. If you love fantasy basketball, then you need to try my new favorite app, and that is Draft. It's daily fantasy basketball, but not like the other guys. On Draft, you play real live snake drafts with other people, just like in your season-long league. And here's how it works: it's a draft uh, that lasts for just one night, and there's no management. You just set it and forget it. Once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wire. Draft even makes takes takes care of injuries. Uh, if they happen at the last minute for you, they'll send you a little push notification and say, all right, hey, uh, Jimmy Butler is sitting out tonight, and you can kind of put in a new guy, and you can just let, let it go, and you're fine, and you're good. Don't got to worry about it. Drafts start every couple minutes, so you can join one right now. And the best part, you play for cold hard cash. Draft started just $1, and there's a draft for everybody. You can play for a dollar, three bucks, ten bucks, a hundred bucks if you want to get be a high roller. I think you can go up to $1,000 if you want. Uh, there's no salary caps. You play in a real life snake draft, just like you play with your friends in a season long league. Come join me on Draft today. Download the app anytime. Just search Draft in your app store and join a game in minutes or play it right from your computer on Draft.com, whatever you want to do. For a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into Draft when you make your first deposit, but you have to use my promo code, and that is LORAPTORS, as in Locked On Raptors, all one word, LORAPTORS. And that's right, you play a real money game just for free, just for using my promo code, LORAPTORS, on your first deposit on Draft. And every Wednesday on the network is uh, Draft Wednesday in the Lockdown Podcast Network where you can go in, find shows, uh, leagues hosted by all the different show hosts. It's a really fun time if you want to sort of get involved with people who listen to the shows and, and sort of form a little community, so make sure you're doing that. And follow me on there, Locked On Sean, to see the leagues that I post. And uh, thanks to Draft for sponsoring the podcast. All right. Thanks for sitting through that, Dan. Let's get to this. Uh, the Raptors beat the Pistons on, uh, oh, what the hell, Wednesday night? That's what it is. It is indeed 96-91. Kind of a lethargic, not all that interesting game. The Raptors, it really felt like they were going to run, run away with it early. Like, they just, the Pistons were the Pistons. They're kind of uninspiring. They're kind of blah. And but they try hard. They do they try hard. Around. It's different. They Avery Bradley was going 100 miles an hour yeah. in there. Uh, having Avery Bradley makes you more of a try-hardy team, as it turns out, that Boston DNA, I suppose. Because, like, the Pistons <laughs> never really give, the, give this fight, at least not in the past. But in this one, 
The Raptors went up really 31-18 in the first quarter. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas and Jakob Pertl were just outstanding against Andre Drummond uh, and Boban to a certain extent, although Boban played just 10 minutes. And it really did feel like this one was going to be a blowout. But then things kind of got away from them late in the second quarter. The bench was particularly poor. They kind of stopped moving the ball very well. Um, and the Pistons were playing a pretty aggressive style of defense, something that I don't think you can really sort of anticipate from the, from the, from the Pistons, right? I mean... Usually in the regular season, the dead of the regular season, you're not seeing teams really sell out to trap DeMar DeRozan or the Raptors ball handlers, but they were doing that today. And like, how did you think they handled it? Because this was kind of a point of contention for Dwayne Casey after the game. Well, I wouldn't say point of contention. It was interesting. Someone asked him about it, and he was. it was clear that uh, not so much that it caught him by surprise, but they definitely were going all out to try and trap DeRozan and Lowry and, and try and get, you know, that's sort of the game plan to stop the Raptors. When DeRozan gets in that single coverage off pick and rolls or basically any sort of single coverage unless you're like a you know just a monster defensive player yeah you can make the, he can make things happen and now since he's getting even better at passing it it's been a challenge to keep him from doing damage but the Pistons did actually did sort of successfully take him out of his game or at least slow him down yeah and Bradley was there were a couple of places where Bradley would pick him up right at the, at the at the half court line and really get into his grill yeah uh so kudos to actually to DeRozan, I think lately he's been getting a little chippy when they're, you know, he's not getting calls and sort of takes him out of his game. Yeah. I think in this one they started to realize, uh, you know, the game was getting ugly, but DeMar was still making enough plays, or the Raptors collectively were making enough plays to sort of keep it away, you know, eventually keep it away from the Pistons. Yeah. Uh, yes, they did give up the lead, and there was sort of this concern. Because <laughs> at the start of the game, I was like, this, the Raptors are going to win. They're up by 15. Detroit, yeah, maybe they'll make a game of it, but it's like, there's just too many there's too many holes and it's like you know they're running out Langston Gallery Smith had like <laughs> one for 12 night I mean and that really that's really what it came down to ultimately Lowry uh, sorry Valanciunas and Drummond kind of played each other to a draw yeah and Lowry and DeRozan were just better than than Bradley and Ishmith and whoever else they could. Dwight, Dwight Bikes. Dwight could, Bikes. Yeah. Shouts to Dwight Bikes. Uh, good to see him back in town. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's nice. So uh, that was basically my takeaway from it. It's like you, these are the kind of G- January games that, you know, the Raptors, I can appreciate that they grind through and they win and, yeah. you know, that's it. It's been sort of a weird month where and we were talking about this in our Facebook Live before the game. Like they were two and three over the last week and now they're three and three over the last week in a bit, right? And like, so there hasn't been like the most sexy brand of basketball by any means it's been kind of it's been a bit of a slog uh you know close games some frustrating games like December was a lot of just like blowouts that they were winning by 13 to 20 points and it was totally fine uh this month it's a little been it's been a bit more close but like at the same time that's not a bad thing because I think um when I talked to DeLon Wright about this after the game like it's not a bad thing to get tested and sure. the Raptors were getting tested in December and we were talking about how you know Casey mentioned that the the defense was a little bit different than what they've seen in the past um, he sort of went into it a tiny little bit in the press conference about the sort of different you know the, the way the timing that in which the the Pistons were attacking pick and rolls and going yeah. back to tag the bigs that's um, useful because now yeah. that's the kind of thing where now they'll sort of they'll be like well okay yeah, exactly yeah. Delon was like yeah. It, yeah Delon's like yeah like if you get really good at defending or at attacking one certain style and then you're totally unprepared when you see something else so it's nice to get a different sort of look so I think in the long run the the Pistons playing the way they did tonight will be pretty decent I think the Pistons are you know, I don't know the numbers. I'm going to try to pull up the numbers. But they're a pretty good defensive team. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Andre Drummond kind of just you know, goes in and out as to whether or not he's going to be a good defender. But the, the perimeter defense is sound. Avery yeah. Bradley was really good tonight. It's he actually was, kind of interesting was. because Bradley was never a guy who could stop DeMar when he, when he was with Boston. It was always kind of a thing. It was like, hey, Bradley seems like a good DeMar stopper, but he would always just get owned. But I think generally, generally. But 
Yeah, generally he's a good defensive. Yeah, he's player. a really good defender. I mean, he is yeah. a guy that you'd want to you'd want to get in on there. Um, Kyle Lowry tonight. Uh, that's another sort of topic. I think it was a weird game for Kyle too. I, he was definitely better than he was on Monday. Yeah. Um, he had some timely shots. He was four ten from deep, which was nice to that's see. That's great. Yeah. Um, he actually got to the line or not to the line. I mean, he got to the line five times, which is a lot for him this season. But yeah. um, he did get a couple, you know, layups at the rim, which is like. That, we haven't seen a lot of that. He's been in very, you know, tied to the three-point shot this season, which isn't a bad thing if you want to preserve yourself, but we got to see him get to the line at some point. Um, so that was nice to see him have a couple blow-bys here and there. But what did you think of his overall game? 18, 9, and 5. Um, the rebounding uh, numbers are, are wild. It's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, this guy gets nine <laughs> rebounds as well. Yeah. I think with Lowry, I mean, it was funny. Uh, you, you hit it on the head there. We haven't really seen him get to, 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 the, to the rim very much. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's funny. The, uh, against... Against uh, what team? What game? Oh, the I think it was was it the Warriors game? Or it was the Cleveland game? He he got that turnaround jumper he likes to do. You know when he comes into yeah, the, yeah. the elbow and spins around and hits that shot. Yeah, like the ten footer. It was against the Warriors. Oh, no wait, did he wait? I think it was against the no. He didn't play against the he didn't Warriors. Play against yeah. the Warriors. What game am I thinking of? Maybe it was Philly. That's yeah. it. Maybe it was Philly. It was like one of his three makes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was it was a, it was kind of good to see. I'm losing my mind. It was kind of good to see that. Uh, because those are the kind of Lowry shots we need. I mean, shooting four, four of ten, the Raptors need those kinds of attempts. Yeah. And they need him. To, I mean, that's forty percent. That's I'm fine with that. Like yes, you, you, I mean, same with Miles. You need those guys in threes, and you need them to take a high volume of them because you, you could see it now. Yeah. Anunoby's cooled off. Siakam's done. Delon's kind of <laughs> up and down. DeRozan is. DeLon's either five for five or zero for yeah, five. Yeah, right? yeah. DeRozan <laughs> obviously is can I think take threes and he's showing that he can make them, but he's still not maybe the the, the best guy to have the ball in the hand behind the arc. And same with and Serge has been kind of I don't know where Serge was tonight. I mean, yeah, he was he's those games very maybe, quiet tonight. Maybe it's time for him to take a take the night off uh, <laughs> this weekend. Um, with Lowry, I mean, obviously it's big for him to be to to just get back into it. I asked Casey before the game like what he what he thought about his performance in Philly, and it was like clear that you know they're like well. He's not all the way back. Yeah. He's a little rusty. The question, of course, is how much of it is just like getting your timing back, yeah. getting back into the groove, and or you know, getting back to not being injured. He was wearing a wrap around his lower back before the game. Mm. Not a, maybe not a shock. I mean, he did take a hard fall. He started working his way back. But it's interesting. I mean, you know, I think uh, the idea that he can't get to the rim as much is is a little bit troubling. Uh, the NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And it's trying to, to balance, like, honestly, I'm okay with him not getting, like, knocked to the ground going up, you know, routinely. In a, in a, yeah. in a random January game. He had a couple plays Detroit. like that today where he went to the rim yeah. and got knocked down. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'm okay, like, with you ta- yeah. hanging back there. Um, but, no, I thought it was a better game for me. It was weird. I, I do think it was more the timing stuff than it was him not being healthy today, I think. Yeah. Um, he didn't seem quite as slow. There were a few plays early. I tweeted this. Like, he played a pretty good first quarter where he made, like, five terrible mistakes. He got picked off coming up the court, just yeah. kind of lazy, not paying attention. Yeah. Threw a couple of really errant passes. He threw one trying to hit DeMar, like, with a skip pass, and it was just, like, 
sent to no man's land yeah. and he got picked off. Yeah. So a few just sort of weird, not very smart Kyle Lowry plays, and I don't I don't feel like that's gonna stay. Like he's a smart player who makes yeah. smart plays yeah. pretty routinely. So um, I feel like that will come back to him at some point. So I wasn't quite as concerned about the health today. Um, that's always the concern though. I feel yeah. like every year it's like it's not so much that like we know what Lowry can do, it's just like where where's he at? Where's I wonder at? I wonder what they'll do with him with the back to back coming up. I mean the Raptors aren't really a team to rest guys on a back to back unless it's Damari Carroll. Um, they're gonna play him. Yeah, I mean Lowry maybe, wants to play, that's the thing. That's I, like, the yeah, it's it's almost you gotta protect him from himself at some point. Yeah, that's that was another he's not thing. gonna voluntarily say like, Oh yeah, I'll sit this game out. That was another thing we we talked about the physical lab and Dwayne Casey talked about before the before the game. That's how Lowry plays. Lowry wants to play, that's how he plays. You can't sort of say to him, hey, you know what? Like, I mean, yes, the manager could step in and say, you know what, we're going to take, we're going to arrest you. Yeah. But, I mean, he's going to want to play. He's going to say he's healthy, and he wants to win, and that's how and that's how he plays his game. So, I mean, it's hard to sort of turn around and say, hey, chill, because that's the, how the Raptors win, by yeah. him having no chill. So I'm fine <laughs> with that. Uh, CJ Miles was pretty dope tonight. Uh, didn't shoot, like, incredibly well. He was 7 of 16, 5 of 12 from deep. I mean, he'll take the 5 of 12 all day. 12 deep. Yeah, he um, took a couple of weird – he took one one weird, like, awkward runner and some other – Yeah, yeah like, a few weird shots Yeah, we don't need that. We don't game, need that from but, Miles. Um, yeah, 21 points for Miles in this one. It was nice to see him kind of freely just jacking him up. And, like, as you alluded to with DeMar, I mean, I think Miles might be the most important guy. Him and Powell maybe because, like, they do have a track record of shooting. Yeah, in terms of, like, being yeah. the guys who hit threes when they come to them – and Ibaka as well. Like these are the guys you need to have hitting them and, and just not afraid to shoot them. And Miles is so unafraid to shoot them; it's fantastic. Well, look, we we've been talking about this all year. We know where the Raptors are going to end up in terms of like one of the one of the solutions, one of the problems they're going to have is dealing with traps. So they're getting better at doing that. The other problem is going to be offensively keeping up with the highest powered offenses in the league. Yeah. They shoot a lot of threes. So it's one thing, you know. DeRozan is obviously making adjustments to the idea of of moving the ball faster and out of traps. But now you're gonna need guys to hit threes. So yeah. when people are saying, "Well, Miles has been bad," or Benjamin, look, Dude's his important. presence, <laughs> his presence out there is huge because it draws a lot of attention. And when he's allowed to let fly, or when he sorry, when he gets a chance to let fly, I didn't say allowed. I mean, he's yeah, he's guys, always he, allowed. He, he gets a he needs a hair. He's know, averaging a, twelve he needs threes just a, per thirty six minutes. Just a he's glance. Yeah, he had nine. I think he had seven today in nine minutes. The first nine minutes of the, yeah. the nine minutes of the he played the first half. Yeah, it's very important for the Raptors to get as much production as they can from. Miles, Ibaka, Norm. I mean, yeah, we kind of forget Norm, but like, I mean, when he came in that Milwaukee series, he blew up. He shot at one point, he was like eight for eight or something, and then like a bunch of threes, and it's like that turned the tide. Yeah. And I mean, you're not going to get that that sort of production all the time, but you know, the Raptors killed the Cavaliers and look like they're falling apart. But when those guys get going, everyone can bomb threes and make things happen. The Raptors need to be able to match that, and against the Warriors, it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you somehow make it to the finals, it's the same thing. Yeah. So I think that's the kind of thing where that's the leap, and w- and we were sort of talking about that when DeRozan makes those plays out of the traps, and you guys are going to shoot threes. Yeah. Like, and and, the, and the, those the, those guys who have been shaky from there are going to have to figure something out. Yeah, that's why I, I think I have some confidence in the Raptors ability I mean this was the kind of game that you kind of need right where you're, we were talking about this like you need a team to throw this stuff that the, the Raptors are going to see traps in the playoffs yeah. this, is, this has always been the thing yeah. with them Bucks are um, in 7th Detroit's in 8th exactly I mean, right like, they're going to see it uh, but the, the fact that you can have I mean DeMar's passing I think is, is just leaves him bounce better it was kind of off I think he's had an off game today to be honest yeah. he had 5 turnovers to go along with his 5 assists yeah. so that was a big part Bradley of the was offense. really in his, in his it mind. was um, yeah. but like I do think it was like we've seen DeMar be totally fine against traps like against the Cavs last week. He completely picked the Cavs apart. Yeah. Um, and so I, I do have confidence that, like, yeah. when push comes to shoves, they're, they're, they're more 
equipped to deal with that yeah. stuff. Well, the Bucks was a good example where he they tried this yeah, pre- exactly. trap, he killed them, and then they went to single coverage and he killed them that way. And it was almost like they were asking the Bucks to be like, yeah. "All right, trap us. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are we gonna do, yeah. you bitch?" Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were off. They they were totally off for that. Um, the the thing like there was a pass today that Demar made that he just doesn't make last season. He was posting up, two guys come his way, and he like, fires it with a skip pass to Miles on the far wing, and it's like, yeah, like. That is the reason, I think, that you can kind of have confidence that this is going to be better and different come playoff time. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that note on Lowry, he only played 32 minutes tonight in a game that was close to the end. So, like, that's credit to DeLon Wright DeLon for Wright. being good and also Casey for realizing, like, hey, let's not play in 37 minutes again. Well, no uh, Van Vliet, which yeah. uh, he's out, he was in the arena, he's walking around. The, he was know, questionable. I think they're yeah. just playing it safe with him. I don't think yeah. it's anything serious. With Wright, though, it's amazing. I mean, his box score, like his line, if you read, someone read this line, he was one for five, yeah. uh, five points, I think he had yeah, four five points. Yeah, five assists. Four points, five assists, three boards. Yeah, it's yeah. like and two blocks. Two I thought blocks. he had more. I thought he had three or four. But but really his presence for a couple of stretches there was really key in terms yeah. of getting Pirtle sort of involved, making really good defensive plays, making solid reads, and sort of controlling the, the controlling the tempo a little bit. Like so There were a couple of times where yeah. the game got a little – little wild and felt like he was kind of good at like just dictating where it was going to go and 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 getting you know putting the the piston the piston sort of on their heels a couple times there's one play i really love he was just waiting there dribbling 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 and then then you know nothing was really happening all of a sudden he goes behind his back and changes direction it's just like yeah just lulling guys to sleep and then off he goes and that's like to me the the quintessential delon right play nothing i think he got fouled nothing really came of it ultimately but it was like all of a sudden, things are happening, and you don't even see them happening. There's just, like, Wright's magic. I don't know. It's oh, cool. he does it on, like, on a possession-by-possession level and yeah. also just, like, over the course of an individual possession, right? Like, it'll, it'll be, like, a three- or four-possession swing, and it'll go slow, fast. He'll sort of push a fast yeah. break, or he'll slow it down. Yeah. Or even on an individual fast break, he'll kind of slow it down in the middle of it and, like, wait for C.J. Miles to catch up yeah. and dump it off to him. Or, yeah. Uh, Great big yeah. dad play there. Yeah. He just uh, – he had that dump off to Pirtle as well where yeah. it was kind of – changed the speeds, and, and – you find Pirtle, and like that's just what Wright does so well. He mm-hmm. just he plays very offbeat, and it's delightful. Is Wright the most joyful Raptors player to watch? I don't know about joyful because it's hard. There's, it's there's, really hard to pick. It, there's something so it's because he's like again he's not. There's not a lot of anger to his game, yeah. and, it, and it's like he's not and. There's no sort of burliness, like he's not, and he's not like a he's not like a cannonball. Like he's not flying in there like Norm or Fred. Yeah. He's not sort of like there's something about Pascal that's really joyous too because he's kind of in a similar way. Yeah. The only thing is that Pascal, it's all it's all unbridled energy. It's, it's less all, refined. It's yeah. all yeah. It's like when he when he makes things happen, it's kind of wild and exciting. Whereas with Delon, there's a certain sort of uh, control to it, and you're like you're kind of waiting to see what he's going to do in yeah. terms of like euro step, slow down, speed up, change directions, and there's something kind of exciting with that. So. Uh, it's a it's a subtle joy. Let's yeah. say, you know. Yeah. Uh, I might actually write about that. Like, who elicits the most joy? I might actually make this like an analytics post. Right. <laughs> You're gonna try and come up with some sort of stat. There's some stat? sort of like number of giggles I have per game. Yeah. Well, if <laughs> that's the case, I the mean, the scale of those yeah. giggles. I mean, DeRozan uh, is the, like right now. As I would also say, is like uh, more than almost oh, any yeah. other season pa- past. There's something about the way his game has been when he's on. Yeah. And we've seen that a few times this year when he's on. It's just like there's something about the the purity of like this the confidence. He has in his ability to get the shots he wants yep. and get into it. And when he's on, when he's on, I mean, this week's been weird. We were talking about a frustrating week. You know, they've had these weird, ugly losses. They've had to deal with a lot of 
referee stuff that like you know, I wish the Raptors would just stop, would just get out of that. It takes them out of their game. They're very Clippers adjacent at this yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not it's not great. It's not it's not a good look. And when and 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 when they do go away from that, when they do focus on my my fun and good highlight this week on, mm-hmm. on Tuesdays, I like to get that column was that very that the the dunk he had against Cleveland, where he was in the middle of c- complaining against complaining to the referees. He gets his dunk <laughs> and he slaps the ball to the ref and then gets called for a delay of game. And I just thought it's like. That was an effective way to f- channel your rage, but yeah. it's also like consider to do that more. Like, yeah. Forget about you know in Philly he gets into a weird thing with T.J. McConnell and it was a pure frustration foul. Yeah. He got saved by the fact that they call a double technical. Yeah. Which really, I mean, T.J. didn't really do anything besides say, "Hey man, what, what are you doing?" Besides be T.J. McConnell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're just sitting there going like, "Well, you know what? The Raptors are shooting themselves in the foot here." And and when they get into that mindset, it's not great. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Last thing before we wrap this thing up, uh, as it stands right now, the Pistons are the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. The sort of five through eight, I think, are pretty fluid at this point, maybe six through eight, depending on yeah. what you think about the Wizards. Yeah. Um, definitely the Pacers and, and the Bucks. Like I feel like that can kind of go any way. There's a very real chance that this is a playoff series. Um, where do you rank the Pistons in terms of teams that you're scared of? And, like, what? Do, how do you think a, a playoff matchup looks against wow. the Raptors? Because, like, people say this about every single team the Raptors play that are in a playoff playoff spot. Like, you'll see, like, oh, man, I really don't want to see this team in the playoffs. Like, you yeah, got to see one yeah. of them. Yeah, and there, I, there are some that are easier than others to face. Uh, what's your sort of read on what a Pistons matchup might look like? I mean, I'm not super worried about the Pistons. Their they're main they're, – they're, their biggest weapon is Drummond, and yeah. I feel like every time JV sort of at least matches him. Like today, he had a monster, like 25, 17 point game. Yeah, Drummond was awesome. Today. He was yeah. very good, but I'm saying, but JV's production was almost like they. Not to say they cancel each other out, but Drummond is not like Anthony Davis. He's not. He's not like he's not the kind of big that can sort of spin the whole game around. Him. Yeah, because he can't he's, really make plays with the ball in his hand. Yeah, like he's very much he's dependent on getting lobs thrown to him or post ups. Or he was an effective yeah. finisher. He was very effective at the rim. He could. He can clear. But I feel like. For all this, the good he does, JV is right there. And yeah. I feel like then what's interesting is that then the Raptors can sort of find ways to, to use his sort of brute strength against him with, with Pirtle. I'm not super worried. I'm not super worried about the Pistons. I feel like Bradley is going to do what he can. But, like, I mean, Ishmith is not like, – Ishmith <laughs> is just not – like, yeah, he's fast. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, over a seven-game series, Ishmith is not beating Kyle Lowry. No. It's just not. It's just, there's just no way. And I don't think – I mean, Tobias Harris is good, but I don't think they have enough really firepower. Like, it's just the same problem we were talking about with shooting and stuff. Like, and, yeah. you know, Tolliver. Like, I mean, whatever. I'm not worried about the Pistons. I'm not really worried about the Pacers. I don't think they, they have enough juice. Of course I worry about the Bucks because I, even though the Raptors have beaten them, and, I, and we've talked about Kidd maybe being a bad coach. Giannis is crazy good, and it's terrifying. It's really, really, <laughs> the way, that's the way I graded. The teams yeah. that, the, the bad teams that have the most talented player in the series, so for example, I would, Giannis is a freak. Yeah. And uh, and then I'm, I'm kind of worried about Washington because they're the kind of team that will sleep through the whole series, the yeah, whole season. Yeah, they're, they're, they're scary come but, playoff time. But John Wall and Bradley Beal are, and Otto Porter are very good. Now, are we going to see uh, you know a return, a, a repeat of 2015? I'm not saying that's necessarily true, but I, w- I would worry yeah. about that. I think the Raptors are better equipped to deal with the Wizards, but 
I would still worry about it because I, I have nightmares of you know the pick and rolls of <laughs> Gortat and JV, and I have a Lowry can do what he can, but the Wall is a better sort of like the ceiling is higher on his player performances. So yeah. I don't want that either. So that's how I look at it. And then, like, I've heard about the Knicks or the Bulls. I mean, I wouldn't want to see Philly, I guess. I don't know. But anyway. uh, Philly doesn't scare me because they can't close games whatsoever. Yeah, and like I don't trust young players in a playoff yeah, series. Yeah, I, I get you on that one. I can um, get you on that one. And, yeah. like, but to sort of keep this Pistons-centric for now, um, yeah. that's the kind of team where in the playoffs, I don't think you have to sort of compromise the integrity of your defense to defend them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, that, that's yeah. what teams do to the Raptors. And it has worked because, you know, the the, the, the Raptors' secondary guys in the past haven't quite been up to snuff. Yeah. And Kyle and DeMar haven't been ready for it whereas yeah. like the Pistons you don't need to send traps towards Tobias Harris you can just let if you want to have Tobias Harris cook you that's fine yeah. just let him go off yeah. because he's not good he's not a good enough There's, shot maker exactly. he's not enough not a good enough creator to sort of yeah. say like all right this guy can score 60 on us and beat us uh if we just sort of if we just leave him on an island by himself yeah um so I feel like the Raptors with their switchy defense and their ability to sort of just maintain the integrity and not have to sell out to stop a certain guy I mean maybe Drummond but I feel like Jonas can at least body him pretty reasonably right. well right. Uh, and sort of counteract him on the other end um and it's not like Drummond's a fantastic defender or anything like that exactly. I mean he's kind of a lazy defender at, a defender at times GB always has good games exactly <laughs> I mean, yeah so I, like I just feel like there's not like you know if Avery Bradley had taken like a step up and he's like this you know guy who's creating like maybe that's a concern but I just I don't think it's really there Um, so the Pistons don't scare me really at all their their offense doesn't quite do it for me their defense is very good it's the number eight defense in the league right now Um, which uh, the thing I was looking for earlier is it's better than every defense they played in December except for the uh, the Sixers so that's like this thing kind of getting back to the point. Like oh, it's nice yeah. that you get this test. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, in terms of their offense, like I don't really trust it to create in a playoff situation, especially if the Raptors are throwing out their best defensive lineups, which um, actually tonight was kind of interesting. They threw out a to close the game. It was Lowry, DeRozan, DeLon, Miles and Jonas, um, which you would think is like kind of light on defense. But they did a really good job. Uh, of limiting hi- the Pistons late, it highlights it highlights what you're talking about. There's exactly. no singular talent. Where exactly. You're like, oh wait, yeah. we need to make sure we have. We this need to have all of our best like, defenders put, out there. Yeah, yeah. we got to have OG and Pascal, Pascal and then that deal. sacrifices yeah. the uh, the offense. Yeah. yeah. So um, you saw that against the Warriors and yeah. the Cavs for a while. It was like they need to have those guys out there to deal with that stuff. And now it's like, yeah. nah, whatever. One on one with Tobias, yeah, sure. Yeah. There are significantly less concessions you have to make yeah. against the Pistons yeah. in a playoff series. So that's why I think I joked and said the Wizards are the team I'm least worried about, but that's mostly because they're hilariously bad in the regular season like they do uh, haunt my dreams a little bit still um although it's a, they're both very different teams and mm-hmm. ideally kyle lowry's healthy come playoff time and not completely withered and broken oh, man, but i get nervous thinking about that every time yeah no kidding but yeah. I, I do think the pistons of all the teams right there are like up with the pacers i guess but the pacers are kind of this annoying sort of fidgety team that's gonna defend you like crazy and sort of you know they're gonna bomb threes and stuff like that their offense can kind of win them a game whereas i don't think the pistons can um like I'm there's not, just it's I'm not, not I'm not yeah. scared of the Pacers either, but yeah. I think I'm less scared of the Pistons. They, this, they don't. There's a team that the Raptors have done really well against, and and that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah I like, like I said, that. they don't really seem like a playoff worthy team because of the lack of no. sort of a, a go to guy. So well, now they just gotta get the one number one seed. That's basically that'd be lovely. Um, but then you risk getting the Sixers uh, if you're scared of. Again, I'm not scared of the Sixers. Yeah. They can't close games with shit. They turn Embiid the over a, a seven game series. You think? Uh, you Embiid's think you great. He played five games in a seven game series. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it's not so bad. Yeah, that's going to do it, though. Dan, I kept you longer than I said I was going to, that's but okay. I appreciate you sticking around. Do no uh, you have anything you want to plug right now? 
Oh, we're cooking at Raptors HQ, as you know, and uh, lots of new contributors. Yeah, we, we've been having a nice uh, flow of content and nice, a lot of interesting things going on. And I'll have my Delon Wright column, my weekly Delon Wright column, coming up tomorrow about uh, Delon and Bottle Rocket, one of my favorite movies. That's my one. Sweet. Uh, you can follow Dan at aka underscore Reynolds. Follow at Raptors HQ. You can follow me at Woodley Sean. Leave ratings, leave reviews on the iTunes page. Please do that. Uh, it's very much appreciated. Love a podcast tomorrow. Not about, not sure about what just yet. Uh, we're gonna do a podcast this week with Vivek and Sahal, where we're gonna go over our preseason prop bets and uh, determine how dumb we are. Um, that's was maybe gonna come tomorrow, but I'm Spoiler, not sure. If schedules, yeah, I'm not sure if schedules are gonna work out. I think we had Norm Powell pegged for like 15 points a game, so yeah, it's not gonna go well. Uh, but either way, thank you so much. Tune in tomorrow for the next episode, and we will talk to you next time on Locked On Raptors. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 